0: and a pocket full of seeds. It's time for a story. Today's story is The Great Fire, a story from Bolivia. A long time ago, along the basin of the Amazon River in South America, there raged a terrible war between two groups. As soon as one group began to yearn for peace, An evil wizard named Sararuma would whisper something terrible to them about what the other side was planning to do. They plan to attack you, Sararuma would snarl. You must act now, while the land is still dry from the drought. Set a great fire to the enemy's lands. They will never bother you again. Then he ran to the other side. I know your enemy plans to set fire to your land. Quickly, you must set fire to their land before they do the same to you. Before long, all the grasslands of the countryside were ablaze. And soon, both sides had completely destroyed the other. Only one man and woman survived. They had seen the war getting worse and worse. They had tried to urge their leaders to talk to the other side, but none would listen. At last, the couple hid themselves deep in the earth, by a stream, with enough food to last many days, and so they were spared. After the great fire, they were the only human beings left alive on earth. From the safety of their hole in the ground, They could see the flames licking the air. They could smell the smoke still raging outside. After several days, when the worst of the great fire's destruction had settled down, the man crawled to the surface. He stretched out a twig, and at once it caught a fire. It's too soon, he said, and quickly returned to the safety of their den. The next day his wife tried, And again, the twigs smoldered. For eight more days, they tried. On the tenth day, the twig did not burn nor smolder. With care, they came out of their hiding place to the surface and looked around. Ashes everywhere, said the husband. His wife murmured, There is nothing I recognize. No grasses, no trees were left standing. There were no people and no animals. Only an expanse of flat land, ankle deep in places with ash and swept over by great clouds of swirling dust. Suddenly, in front of them, loomed the evil wizard Sararuma himself. His cloak, red as flame, billowed around him. How do you like it? He said, snarling. Enjoy your last moments. Soon you too will die. We do not have to die, said the man. We will live, said the woman. Worse for you if you do, he howled. A pathetic existence, dying of hunger in this deathbed of dust and ashes. The land is dry for now, true, said the wife, fingering seeds in her pocket. But it will rain. We will plant. All of a sudden, Sararuma started to shrink. And as he dwindled in size, the tips of new grass sprouted through the ashes. What makes you think you're different from the others? He shouted, flailing his arms. You'll end up in wars and destruction, like the rest of you filthy, despicable humans. We can't know what will happen, said the man, but we'll go on. The charred trees began to turn green. Sara Ruma was barely the size of a child. You're the only ones left, he squeaked in a rage. You'll have no one to talk to, said the husband things will change. His wife added, we will have children. Then animals rose from the ashes and started to peek their noses about. Ruma's cloak wound around him one last time as he was turned into a gust of wind that was blown away, howling. When everyone around them was fighting, and then during the fire, why did the man and his wife hide instead of joining one of the sides and fighting? It might have been scary for them, waiting all that time in the ground, waiting for the fire to stop, waiting for the smoke to go away. What do you think they did when they were still hiding to keep themselves happy? When they came out of the ground, when it was finally safe to come out, and they looked around and saw how changed everything was, it would have been easy for them to be so upset that they would just give up and quit trying. But that is not what they did. They did not give up. Instead, they had hope. They knew it wouldn't be easy. There was work to do. Planting. Rebuilding. But... They weren't hopeless. They were hopeful. Sometimes bad things happen around us. And sometimes our world changes. Not always for the better. But when that happens, we have a choice. We can choose to be so sad that we give up or we can choose to have hope. If you ever have a sad change in your life, what will you choose? I know that I will choose hope. And when I do, I'll be able to see Sararuma and despair. Fade away like a gust of wind. This story comes originally from the Yurikare people of Bolivia. This version was adapted by Elaine L. Lindy for the website Stories to Grow By and is used here with permission. Thank you to Stories to Grow By for sharing so many of these stories with us. Thanks for listening to Alderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.